Okay, let's try to sync this up. I there's kind of got to be a new way because I don't think you're going to be on to the very end. <clears throat> so let's. Um, I'm going to start counting, and then everybody just sync up and count with me. So I'm just going to count the regular way. So one, two, two three, three, four, five, five six. six. Okay, okay, yeah, that's good. Let's go. I was getting. I, I was feeling pressure. Feel pressure. Yeah, I know. Guys, it's not a pop quiz. Like I'm not judging as I'm just. everybody to the most awesome and brandana sports podcast coming at you as we always do and we have a dynamite episode 185 for your eardrums guys do us a favor please subscribe leave five stars tell a friend shoot us an email at mab sports podcast at gmail.com i am brandana with me as always hotter than my picks most awesome Ooh, that's right how we doing yeah. how we doing b uh, well, right now we went one and two last week, and mm-hmm. then uh, we still do the Chiefs game to finish up tonight, but went zero oh and two. Uh, had the Rams minus three and a half. Uh, Rams won by three. Yep. And then we had the uh, Jaguars plus, plus six, six, and they lost by ten. Yeah. So uh, it's a lot of swings and misses, bro. It's hard. It's hard to dig yourself out a hole when you talk a big sixty percent game. Yes, exactly. Yes, because you got to get a couple three uh, three and O's just to to balance out the the order right here yeah, it's be looked at normally it's like you get into that little territory of two for the money where people chasing me down talking about my picks peeing yeah. on me in the park if you haven't seen yeah. the movie, you need to you yeah you what's up guys give them a break it's early it's early yeah. in the season yeah. another park business uh guys we're gonna jam packed episode 185 we're doing rip from the headlines we're talking nfl week two we got guests being madigan on the podcast emailer of the pod let's just call it that for until he's yeah. dethroned email of the pod that'll clear three yep. years running It'll be fine. Uh, we're going to do, he's going to hop on. We're going to do MAB date night. We're talking Rudy. Hell yeah. One of his favorites. Watched it a while ago. Uh, I fired that up. It's kind of weird. Still get a little tearful at the end, which kind of surprised me because I was typing a lot of shit, but we'll get to that. We're going to do the Neapolitan showdown, doing our first off the cuff. That's right. He's just going to throw one our way and we'll just have to roll with it. Uh, then we're going to finish as we always do with our MDP of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, you're our power. It starts now. Why are we talking about that, sweet brother? Because, baby, it's NFL season, and it is week two, and we have nothing else to talk about sports-wise. That's why. That's right, but I, I'm, I'm going to more um, pot half full list. It's not that we have nothing else to yes. talk about. Like, we, yes. we win. You guys see what happens when we have nothing to talk about. We dig deep, and we make it mm-hmm. happen. Mm-hmm. Why not talk about week two of the NFL football all over the place? All right, so I picked some games I want to talk about. You can throw any curveballs my way, but you know, it's it's first we have week one, which is everyone, especially with how the preseason has been going the last you know four to five years, it always feels like a little bit of a rusty start. So it's interesting to see like what overreactions stick and then what actually happens on some of these teams that just look like they might actually have a problem on their hands. Speaking of might having a problem on their hands, why don't we just jump into it? Falcons and Bucks. Mm. 48 25 this game not as big of a blowout as it looks um yeah it's closer than that there's a couple of pick sixes in the uh the fourth quarter but brady goes insane again i think he has what like nine touchdowns on the year with zero ints no he's two and t- he, he's nine oh, and he, two. Two. he had two oh, ints he 
Yeah, yeah, but those those INTs, like we talked about this on the text. Like one was a Hail Mary. Oh. It should be like basically stricken for the record. And and the other one was off the helmet in week one of Leonard Frenette, which like not really his fault. But yeah, nine TDs, four last week, five this week. He styled in at 44 years old. Cooking with gas. Uh, so definitely the Falcons looked like they were off to just, you know, a slow start. But then Matt Ryan did heat up a little bit and they got it within, uh, I think they got it within three, right? Yeah, I think they got him within three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, they went for two. Matt Ryan ran uh, like a little keeper in for two, and it was 28-25. Then on almost back-to-back possessions, threw fucking two pick sixes to the same yeah. guy, Mike Edwards. That's ball nuts. just went. Yeah, just one of the, one of those just like like ball just goes like straight up in the air, like just yeah. slow motion pop fly. You're just like that's getting picked off. Yep. Uh, so I was looking at this. I was like, just with you know. Like you said, they go for on fourth. I'd love that call too when it was like, I think it was seven minutes left in the third quarter and they were down to like 16 or something where where a field goal stood have, still would have made it two scores. So I think that means they were down by 18. I think they were down by 18, seven minutes left in the third and it's fourth and goal from like the five. And right. then they decide to go for it. I was just like, all right, okay, look at this. Not laying it down because you kind of get a vibe like laying down the season. Wasn't necessary. That definitely got the energy go, going a little bit. Like got that defense up. Uh, I, I wanted to ask you like the over under games that you think Matt Ryan starts from here on out, but it's just like with Rosen as their backup quarterback. I mean, there's just no reason. Like you're not even, he's not the future. Like he's a clipboard holder for career. So it's, right. I mean, he's going to finish this season. I guess we're just talking about when do they blow this whole thing up? And maybe it's not blow the whole thing up because they do have a lot of youth with Ridley and, you know, drafting pits. It's, I guess it's when, what's going to be their solve a quarterback. Yeah, they got to figure out what to do just kind of overall. Like, is is Matt Ryan, is he going to be a, you know, I think that there's a couple deals or years left on his deal. So it's going to make him a little dicey. But, you know, the Rams were able to move golf and make a trade like that. So maybe in the, this offseason, there's another, like, you know, team that's hanging around kind of the fringes of the playoffs that think that they are a veteran QB away and Matt Ryan could be that guy. So I think, yeah, I think with Atlanta, he'll just play this season out because they can't really move him in season and they're not going to just bench him for Rosen unless they just ultimately want to throw up the the white flag and say, we're tanking uh, after an 0-2 start. I mean, you think there's any franchise that would be interested in him at all? I don't see one place that he's a fit. Yeah, I mean, man, it's a really... It's a really tough question, you know, if something like, man, I mean, I'm just looking down the list right now. I'm just kind of thinking of all of it. I really don't know. I mean, like I mean, Redskins, if Heineke like kind of falls off the map after four games, we realize sure beginner's luck. Sure. Or the the Saints or maybe depending on what happens with the Texans and, 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 and Watson, you know what I mean? But yeah, I mean, there's not that many teams that are out there that are, that are looking for it. Everyone's got kind of like a, you know, hopeful young, maybe the dolphins. I mean, if they don't, if they don't work out something to get Watson, I mean, they've been kind of holding the thing, the, the table for the, the, the placeholder, if you will, for Watson, uh, maybe they, maybe they go to, you know, to Matt Ryan say, Hey, send him over here. Maybe they should look at some summer headlines before they hold their breath for Deshaun right. Watson right. Right. Go ahead and move on from that dream. Um, yeah. So I just, 
I don't know, I just, I think the Falcons are in a tough spot and you always hate to see that. Like we've talked about a million times to have kind of all that talent around and not do a lot with it. We said it's the curse. Matt Ryan's curse. That's that, but, um, that, 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 but one oh, thing that jinx, you owe me a Coke. Ah, <laughs> I got you, buddy. Got you <laughs> um, all right, let's pop into saints at Panthers. Speaking of those saints. All right. So Winston plummets back to earth, or let's say, <laughs> tiger didn't go crazy tiger went tiger winston yeah. went winston <laughs> and it's like that i mean like that totally off the range but did have two ints no passing touchdowns did rush for one at these pants panthers i'd say darnold like game of his career yeah i mean played really well great you know it's good to see that the change of pace for sam darnold you know kind of giving him a little bit of new life if you will yeah. Um, we're big fans of Matt Rule and then the pa- the offensive coordinator Joe Brady. So I was excited for them to to you know kind of maybe kind of restart, reshape Darnold's career. Um, but I mean, is this is this a game where the Saints D was dinged up coming into it? They had a couple key losses on the defensive side, and this New Orleans offense is looking a little more brutal than we thought after Week One, right? I mean, clearly they they couldn't you know they couldn't really move the ball that much and they 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 didn't want you know Jameis to go full Jameis and throw like five ints this game yeah they went uh they went against a really lethargic packers team but what right. kind of overshadows it i mean their offense is got i mean scored what was it like 35 points i think in week one but let's just like i, I think slow down because i think everyone wanted to put these guys in like that that Chiefs, Bucks, Rams kind of echelon. And we'll get to the Rams right. too. Like kind of debate if the Rams even kind of belong there, but I mean it's tough to go on the road. But it's uh yeah, I mean, just that that kind of consistency and that offense, especially in this league, like you should be able to, you know, you should your QB should the over-under going into every game should be at least one and a half or two. Like you just can't, you can't goose egg it. And uh, you say, I mean, the same thing we're talking about it. So with Winston, especially with Winston too, because I mean, somebody like Aaron Rodgers, like you can attribute that to like, that might be an off week, but with someone like, you know, Winston, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, you get more of a thing. It's just like, is this, is this, uh, you know, bizarro or regular, like, which one are we getting this week? Are we getting, right. like, are we getting ceiling or floor? Like, we're never going to get like that, like floor five of this 10 story building. We're either partying on the roof or just we're on the basement, like hollering for help. So yeah, hundred percent. <laughs> so we might slow down on the whole uh, Winston reclamation project, but then again, it's week two. So we don't want to overreact just like in week one. Uh, okay. So pop over to Rams and uh, at the Colts. So Rams come out uh, gun blazing, pretty much have control of this, but, uh, you know, we're back to the thing. Wentz has a, has a really good game and then ends up having to in the fourth quarter when they're down by three, gets shooken up by, I think Aaron Darnold, but, uh, um, yeah. oh, that looked like it almost came loose, but you see him trying to go on the sideline and just couldn't get back out there with the team. So I, you know, you can see the frustration, especially when everyone, when, when his health is like the first thing or the second thing you talk about, like, Right, the first thing about Wentz is just like how much of it is a drop off, and it just kind of like shook. And the second thing would be like itself. So I know that's got to be super frustrating. But I think besides that, Wentz looked good, and this Colts defense looked good. Or do you think yeah. it's more like I don't know? Like there's a couple ints that I'm wondering. I mean, I was on set, so I wasn't able exactly to see those. That was following. I just wonder if that was a little bit more of you know Stafford's fault because I hate to. I don't think he really like his days in Detroit. The interception bug wasn't a thing of his, right? Early on, I mean, when he when he threw forty, when he threw for five thousand yards and a and forty 
touchdowns. He had also 17 INTs, but that was his like third season in the league. So you're going to get a little bit, you know, loose with the, with the football. Um, But yeah, he's cut it down, but he's typically like right around eight to 10. Like he's good for, you know, one, every other game is like a good Stafford average. And he's going to, you know, he's going to, you know, he's not going to be like, you know, Rogers last year, what was like three INTs. No, he's, he's going to take risks. He's going to put balls into spots where a, a hand gets on the ball and it gets tipped up or, you know, he's going to try and force something or he's going to miss a read. Like he's just that guy. He'll definitely be that guy. Yeah. Uh, and I like that, especially I think this early in, you know, a game where they were up by, you know, double digits a couple of times. Mm-hmm. So maybe take those shots, but sometimes I'm also like, I wonder if it's just like, let's, you know, take this, man, I'm full of analogies today. It's just like, let's take this new motorcycle out on the road and let's see how like high we can get it to rev before it red lines, like kind of early in the career of it. Yeah. Or let's, it- let's just open up the grill, heat it up as hot as possible. Let's see what kind of sizzle and sear we can get our, our steaks. Yeah, that way when we're cooking the main course, like let's do it to just like the appetizers, you know. So you got your like, sides all over. Sliders are there. Wanna, yeah. yeah, exactly. But, yeah. but when the when the ribeyes come out, when I you ribeye man, I'm a strip man. When yes. those come out, you want to make sure you know what the grill temp is, what's going and, on. And first, you want to let them rest, so that you know that that's why you got to get your your wide yeah. receivers a little break there, right? Don't run too good at all. Seventeen to seventeen, guys. We took this far. Yeah, no, uh, we did. We butchered that. it. You know, you know, email. So here's what bothered me. So the the Rams are up by, I'm oh, sorry, I am, you'll see me peek. I'm looking for this little Chiefs touchdown. It's so weird when I think about the audience knowing the end of this game already. It's a uh, <laughs> minute 30 left in a second. We all know that when this happens, when you get a, uh, you're just like, Rand had a bet on a game and it's playing right now as they're recording the pod. <laughs> um, yeah, but, so here's the thing that's bothered me. So the Rams are up by, by three yeah. with uh, two like 240 more than that i mean the run game really starts cooking and they get it on that side of the field uh and then they end up kicking the field goal but they have two more possessions while up by three and they run it three times in a row punt their defense uh stops or the defense actually gets an int because uh was going to go back in there yeah then they run the ball three more times and punt like it just like i i fucking hate this i hate this like just run the ball. Like I get, there's a clock game, but it's also like you're an offense, like, and they got away with it. And, but mm-hmm. it's not like they didn't know Wentz was going to come back in. Like with Wentz comes back in, like I give that like a coin flip on who wins that game. Like right. Wentz has the ball, like two minutes left, like a timeout and they go down the, go down the field and run it out. And, you know, uh, either kick a field goal with higher or go for the touchdown. Yeah. And, and this is an inch. This is, I think stands out even more, this week because i felt like we had like we just talked about atlanta going for it right on 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 fourth down in in the third quarter we've seen a lot more aggressive play early on uh and i've seen a lot more of like you know guys going for two early on guys teams being aggressive early on you know we saw it in the in some of the monday night games you know and, and we like this and i think we're ushering into an era where we're looking at it differently in terms of, Hey, we're not just going to go and like play field possession punt, you know, and And now we see like McVeigh, who we gave all this credit to be one of these like up and coming minds of, of, of NFL football, then do something very pedestrian 
like late in the game, almost like it's, it's like, I don't want to lose. It, it wasn't like, we're going to go win this game. It's like, I don't want to yeah, lose this game. thousand percent. Now did Brandana have the Rams minus three and a half? If you follow our Instagram, you know, that's yes, true. A hundred percent. Yes. But I still was able to separate myself from that a little bit. And it's just like, here's the thing. Like if it's just once, if, it, it's the fact that it happened twice, you right. know what I'm saying? Within like two and a half minutes of each other, like, and all they did was six run plays in a row with like a punt and then a punt at the end of both of those, like three run plays, punt, three run plays, punt. And they just said twice. And it was just like, right. The same midfield there. And that, to me, that was basically our, like, you're giving the other team two possessions in a offensive driven league to like come down and tie slash beat you for them to dictate it for them to go worst case scenario. Like we right did. for the four minutes or less that you chewed off the clock. You know, you know, we've seen, I mean, the Chiefs offense is a great example of that. Like you said, if Wentz comes back, that's a different offense than Jacob Eason there. And now you're, you are not in control of your, and I, yes. I, I feel like in this league, especially right now, you have to be in control. The, the, you know, teams are going to push it and try and squeeze out as much on these possessions because it can't be a field goal league that we live in anymore. You can't rely on it. Although we did see in that um, the the Dallas Chargers game like came down to a field goal. We've seen it a couple times, yes, but by and large, man, you got to give yourself a touchdown lead. You got to give yourself big point leads on this. Otherwise, you're yeah, gonna... I would, yeah. I would even say like if you look, there were aggressive plays that got him into that position. You know, for sure. Like, like both both those teams would. Isn't it crazy to think that you know the team with the worst work, uh, record, real fast in the AFC uh, AFC West worst record. In the AFC West is the, not the Raider or the, no, it's technically, I guess it would be the Chiefs. No, Los Angeles Chargers. Oh, the Chargers are one. No, oh yeah. No, no, they're one and one. I thought they lost to. No, they beat the football team and then they lost to Dallas. Oh, why did I, why did I think they were one too? Well, look at that. Drink everybody. Oh, you don't have to drink when I'm wrong. Everybody be fucking drunk. All right. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I said the Chiefs. The Chiefs won. Yeah. We're we'll slow over. today. I was like, Den- Denver's Denver's 2-0. and The Raiders are 1-1. and yeah. No, the Raiders are 2-0. The Raiders are 2-0. Oh. The Raiders are two so and it oh. is the Chargers. Yeah. They're 1-1. So I'm still right, but I'm just dumb. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they are I right. thought you said you're right. No, I thought you said you were okay, Sport. I thought you said. Um, all right. One more game I don't want to jump into. Then if you want anything, you can before we get banger on the line um Raiders and Steelers this is a great uh, I know other pods talk about it but kind of an underrated team might maybe meeting an overrated team Hmm. what are we thinking right here like are the Steelers not as good as we thought that people were overreacting week one are the Raiders quietly like you know a a playoff contender what'd you take out of this I mean it's 26 17 so it wasn't nuts but I mean the Raiders had control of this game from mid-second quarter on yeah, I mean, uh, I definitely think, you know, the the wheels fell off the Steelers last year, and I didn't see a lot of additions to make them better, you know, especially when you've got a uh, an aging Ben Roethlisberger. I mean, they got Najee Harris. You know, he had a bit, much better game this, this week than, than last week. But, yes, I, I don't know if they can totally rely on Ben Roethlisberger, you know, 295 yards, but one TD, one INT. Um, you know, Najee Harris was involved in the passing game, but really only nominal in the run game. So I don't think that they can really set up a lot of stuff. Whereas, man, I mean, David Carr has looked pretty good. 
Um, they've got some good athletes. They've got some tough covers. Like offensively, the Raiders are pretty good. Uh, you know what I mean? Between Waller, you've got Rugs. Rugs, baby. Rugs, Rugs baby. Rugs, baby. And then our slot god, Hunter Renfro, <laughs> the, the fucking god. tax accountant. I mean, he he's been pretty good. So I mean, offensively, they, they're there. So oh, yeah, and who's the? Oh yeah, you said Waller, the tight end. Darren Waller, yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. yeah you know, and so um, this is one of those things where you know the defense needs to make plays for the Raiders just enough to keep, you know, to keep teams honest. Otherwise, you know, we're gonna have to see what we saw last week with the Ravens on, on Monday night, which is just a wild game between the Raiders. You know, they didn't yeah. want to, they, they couldn't get a stop to save their lives, but they were just, you know, they were very fortunate. On That's going to be place. one game to really watch is that, um, I don't know what's coming up. But maybe you can check the schedule when we're getting being on here, but that, uh, uh, charges at Raiders. I think that could yeah. definitely come back. That could, that could have some weight to it. Like uh, come playoff time, trying to figure out. Yeah. Um, okay. Anything else you want to hit, bud? I think it's pretty good. Yeah, say, I think we're pretty yeah. good. Um, I don't want to, I'm not talking about the Vikings. I'll let you know that now. So we can move on. Yeah. And, and my lions play on Monday night. So, so um, bet heavy on the Packers. Cause uh, take Aaron, Aaron Rodgers is fucking going to go off. I, we'll see. Be interesting if he doesn't. Uh, okay. What's your worst Owen two team right now? We'll end with that. Or we'll two and oh, two and oh, or Owen two. Now, I want to know your worst. Oh, what's the worst team in the league? Everyone thought it was like the Texans. Everyone thought it was. Oh, yeah. But, but I've kind of shifted. Like, I just got to be the Dolphins. Dolphins are pretty bad right now. Um, I mean, I, granted, they went against the Bills, which everybody was a little low because, I mean, they got off to a slow start. Like, again, we can't bring it up. Like, how many times, like, slow starts? Like, you just can't put too much weight into it. But, I mean, they just looked. I mean, well, well the, Jag, the Jags are worse than the. Like, you know, the Jaguars neutral, are neutral field. I'll take the Jags over the Dolphins. hundred percent. You will. Yeah, absolutely. I, I just feel like the Jags have looked incompetent at times. Uh, do and... the Jags play the Dolphins this year? I don't know. Jags, Jags versus Dolphins. The loser between you and I have to shave our heads. I couldn't think of it. <laughs> Let's just keep it old school, simple. Like just exactly. fire up those clippers, shave off that head. But is, I mean, what about the Jets though? The Jets are pretty bad. Uh, Zach I, Wilson looked a little, you know. They're kind of bad. I didn't. I didn't think he looked completely dog shit week one. I and I yeah. think he has enough talent where a few things start, might start clicking, like like later in the year. You know, right. like when they played the Dolphins twice. That's true. Oh, let's see that. My best, my worst. Oh, two and oh. I gotta. I gotta lean back on the the Forty ers I'm not feeling these Forty ers yeah, Me too. Yeah, uh, go into uh, play the Eagles, and we know you need Philadelphia. I mean, take care of business yeah. together. Me too, man. I think both you and I have been low on those 49ers. Um, I don't know if there's – I mean, best 2-0. I mean, we'll see what happens if we won't count the Chiefs if that's going on and knock on wood, I don't want to jinx it. Best 2-0, I mean, it would have to just be – I mean, the Bucks. I mean, this is just like like commanding football. Yeah, and that's the thing is, is those are – you know, when you get two pick sixes like that and all of a sudden the game gets close and they just break that game wide open, yeah. I, I, you know, people will, you know, question, oh, why'd you let them back into the game? No, that's a sign of a good good team. It's like, all right, we're battled. We could fucking lose our composure, but no, we're just going to lock them up and ball bounces our way, pick six, another one, pick six, here we go, and we're dominating again. You said your worst 2-0 was 49ers? Yeah. Um, okay, I'm going to go with my worst – Two and O to be 
yeah, I'm going to go with Niners with you. I'm not going to say Panthers because I kind of like the Panthers. I think people are sleeping. That's what I'm, this is what I'm saying is I like the Panthers a little bit more than I like the Niners right now. Yeah. I mean, I was seeing what they're doing. Um, I know it's like, you know, offensively, it's a little like, you know, oh, Garoppolo is just a placeholder. But offensively, I mean, putting up 17 points against the Eagles, come on. You know what I mean? And then, you know, you fucking blew, blow out my Lions and then you let them back in. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm questioning these 49ers. My best, oh, my best 0-2 team is definitely the Colts. Like, I definitely think the Colts played two really solid teams, playoff teams. And fucking hung with them and was pretty close. They just they just had some bad beats. That's good. I, I mean, I definitely got to say, that's really definitely. Uh, I definitely have to say it is. Oh, got a little fire drill field goal. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone remember this from the end of the first half last night? Um, I, I still go with Vikings as best two and zero. I don't know. I, I think both of those teams are probably, you know two-point favorites at home if they went up against each other. I mean, the Vikings had times where they looked really good. And I think the Cardinals, like, when Kyler Murray gets going, like, Kyler Murray's got one of those, when he's warming up and feeling it, like a little bit like Brady, like early Brady, it's, he's going to be he'd be tough to stop. stop. Yeah. I mean, I know he did, he did. I think he made some questionable, like, deep ball choices, maybe trying to get it all in one, but I just he's got too many things. I mean, and you saw the thing from week one rolls out, like, stops, like, on a diamond and throw. And I don't know if you saw, but uh, they went for it. We were talking about, like, uh, aggressively going for it, but they went for it on fourth and five. Yeah. And uh, from, like, midfield, like, right before the half or something. But he just, like, he gets blitzed and just, like, three steps and then, like, dropping back on his back foot to buy the time and just like fires it to Kirk. Like it was remember, remember when everyone was questioning, it's like, well, they just drafted Rosen last year and now they're going to take the number one overall pick and they're going to do Kyler Murray. They're going to go back to back. No, clearly like it was definitely the better, the smart move because conventionally we would have seen teams go, well, we just drafted this guy in the top 10 we got to build around him. And it's like, no, no, credit on Kranz Crapplehopper for sitting there going, I know what I know, and I know this quarterback in Rosen is not going to be the guy, and I'm going to go get my guy, and that's going to be Kyler Murray. I, I mean, I love it. I mean, I just love it because you get, like, one year, you know, uh, maybe not one year, but, but I mean, kind of one year sometimes, but one shot in the NFL, you might as well be like, fuck it. I mean, this is how I want to do it. Like, if I only have this one shot, like, I'm not going to try to. Two is in this, in this same position. Two is very much in the same position. Um, the Dolphins right, go to oh sorry I know no, you want to you want to you want to get you want to get Bing on no, here no, and we gotta we gotta crunch but if no. but if, if the season falls apart and they get a top pick are they gonna look to move on in some way shape or form or draft another quarterback? Yeah, I think so. And why do I think so? Oh, I think so because I mean they're already trying to uh, you know put together like a lawyer dream team to, like send like like right. way like to get you know I mean. You can know, we get can we can we get the the ghost of Johnny Cochran in here? Yeah, you're talking about like 27 like leg parlay on that of things <laughs> that have to go the right way. It's just like that ain't gonna happen, guys. Uh okay, so should we maybe we'll invite on Bing? Yeah. in a living room 
Your pipe and slippers set out for you. I know you think that it ain't too far. All right, bro. Thanks for hopping on. How you been doing, bud? Chiefs, man. I'm great. I'm great, my friends. Uh, thank you so much for having me on again. I, I always enjoy it. Thank you. Absolutely. I think. Um, oh, shit. That's what the water just exploded. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you got too excited. I know, I like, what is that? Um, good. I think this is like your fourth, fourth time on the pod, maybe? Fourth, three and a right. half? Yeah, I think I got that. Uh, but definitely like uh, the crowned MAB email of the year for sure. We've just given you that title. There's no, there's no way anyone else can usurp you, Bing. Yeah, nice. yeah, they got a lot of podcast stuff to do. Seriously, this, this entire chair is wet. Okay, so uh, we did jump into the NBA Finals email you sent us. What Who pissed their pants people? now? I know, right? Yeah. They can't even see it. Why would you admit to it? Um, so we're gonna go through. We're gonna have MA guess uh, the NBA finalists you have there. Got a lot. Got a lot cooking here. You know yeah. what we're gonna do? We're gonna save this inbox for last in case we can't get to it because we know it's halftime of the chiefs game so if you can't join us for it no problem but um smart let's jump into date night right now bring us to the jam oh yeah it's the map date night the showdown is where they fight here they discuss if this movie sucks why because this pod fucks i said this pod fucks oh yeah this Hi, bro. Um, you watched. You were just on the text thread, and you said that you watched uh, Rudy. I know. I know it was like a few weeks ago, but I know it's still on there. Uh, is this one of your favorite sports movies of all time? And if so, why? But <laughs> I don't know about that. That tone. Yeah, I, I didn't like that about, at all. I didn't like. I didn't like that either. But sure. Why, I mean, short answer why? Uh, I mean, if you're gonna, if you know you're gonna cry at a movie and you still cry and it just happens every single time and delivers every single time, you know, what do you, I mean, there's, I mean, it's, and uh, it's also just a great story. I mean, it's, it, it's, uh, this was the first time I got to show my, I don't know if I mentioned that in the text, it's the first time I got to show my kids, Lamar yeah. Harris, and that's, yeah. and, uh, seeing even young you know person that never didn't have has the same connection or name like i did still seeing him get swept in that last scene it's a universal theme of little guys overcoming it's great it's a great yeah you, you know it's great and there's no spoiler so i think that we do kind of cycle through it i have uh, a lot of notes here i think we i mean we'll cook through it though because a lot of those are kind of the same thing because it's basically the same situation where it's like rudy walks up to a girlfriend rudy walks up to a dad rudy walks up to a stranger on the street and he's like i want to play notre dame and they're just like you're tiny no way here have a free room and it's just like hey you can't paint the helmets anymore like it's just kind of this cycle like, thing which is great but i did find myself uh and obviously there's no spoilers on this since that's you know uh a sports movie and everyone listening to this podcast i'm sure has seen it as much as like i was kind of like just trying to find my little like funny takes on it like still at the end and i don't know like if it's how it's kind of weird to jump to the end but if it's how they shot it because it feels like we're in that college stadium and right. like we don't really have a shot on the field until rudy's on the field and like you just kind of like you get goosebumps and you just feel that energy of just like and it looks like it doesn't look like cgi it looks like they shot that during like a fucking notre dame georgia tech game yeah yeah and the 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 best thing about the notre dame thing is is back when they shot that that stadium is nearly identical i mean it was up until most recently like 
they didn't really modernize that stadium at all. So they didn't have to like go in there and change it out and like remove scoreboards and that other stuff. Like Notre Dame stadium remained the same way it was in 1975 up until like 2018. They didn't really put that much like new stuff into that stadium. Um, so yeah, it does. It is like one of those things. It's like, if you just change out a couple people and, you know, just make sure that you're, you know, you don't have anybody with like a cell phone or, you know, fucking blue blockers <laughs> in the background, you know, you're, yeah. you're going to get it pretty close to an old timey feel. Yeah. Get off that Ed Hardy shirt. That'll make no <laughs> sense. Uh, <laughs> uh, being real fast. I just kind of talking about it. And if people don't know, uh, you are a Notre Dame fan, grew up watching the Notre Dame games, which is very much kind of at the heart of this movie. You almost, you know, like Notre Dame tradition is it's a character in this movie. Like some movies have cities that are characters, like definitely that tradition. What is, what's the difference between like an average college football fan? I mean, cause you also went to KU. So you know what it's like to like watch just a dumpster fire dog shit college <laughs> football program that nobody actually cares about. That's just an excuse to drink. And one that is just so steeped in tradition. That's like, it's very much like a, like a family thing. It's just like sitting in there. What is, what kind of separates those two? Like the traditional football, like just, everything that comes with being a Notre Dame fan as opposed to like other college football fans. Well, I mean, what are the, the lines from their kind of uh, their fight songs and, you know, you know, wake up the echoes, right? I mean, it's, it has such a rich history of, of winning. And, and to be honest, I mean, it was almost weird growing up as like in a, like a Catholic school environment. If you went to like a Catholic school and you didn't somehow root for Notre Dame or cheer for Notre Dame. It was almost like what I, I, I like, it was confusing, right. you know? So it wasn't just like a football thing. It was also like, this is like, this is our Catholic team. This is our, you know, they represent our heritage. I mean, let's it's called the fighting Irish. It's, it's Catholic. It's Irish. It's like, it's almost like a little bit of this team, not just geographically representing who you are. It's also kind of representing your, your history, your genealogy, whatnot. And obviously it's just a game, but it's like, well, if I'm going to put my stamp on anything, I'm going to cheer for the thing. I'm going to might as well root for something that's, you know, in theory, it is supposedly representing, uh, you know, the, uh, like my family's background, whatnot, you know, Irish Catholic family. Yeah. So it's, always, it's, it's always, yeah. It's always like one of those things where you watch, like, you might be watching like a fight and you're like, I don't know who the, either of these guys are, but like, Oh, one guy's from Michigan. You're like, Oh, that's my guy now. Like I'm rooting for that. Yeah. It's the same thing, but now it's like you you mix into like you like you said Irish, the fighting Irish and being a Catholic, and you're like, of course, of course I'm gonna root for this. This is like rooted in who I was since I was you know five years old going to church on Sunday. Yeah, I see like a sports gambler like tearing up a two thousand dollar ticket because he's in the hole and he's from Topeka, and I'm just like, it's one of my people. Good to pick people. Uh, good to pick people, man. I am a golden god. <laughs> I am a golden domer. Uh, to pivot a little bit, let's do the negative. What's the bug up Montana's ass on this interview? Why is he shit? Fuck it, yeah, yeah. Joe Montana, chill out, bro. What's up? Come on. We let all us, let get. The- we all get how movie magic works. Uh, I'll just read the quote and then be respond to it. Like, and, and let's look at an answer that's very. So the question was just like, uh, so it's just like, oh, what really happened there? He could have just been like, well, you know, it's just like they embellish at movies, but it was just kind of a feel good story, so it makes sense. Not the route one for the thumb decided to take. <laughs> I mean, here's here's this quote. Um, 
Was there a lot of things that happened? Yeah, he got in. He got a sack. Was the crowd chanting? No. Did I throw in my jersey? No. Did he get carried off the field? He got carried off by three of the biggest pranksters on the team. <laughs> That's funny. That's fired, Montana. There must have been something like, I, is it? Because I did hear was one of my notes also. Um, what we do for MAB date night. I think you've done one, but we do toughest pop, pop pills to swallow, which is pretty much the, the whole thing. But it was the fact that they they have the ball on offense and and, and have the game one and just take the need to run and just a program that's so steep in tradition and just right. class decides to do a fucking halfback pass. Yeah, and not <laughs> just Vince Vaughn a halfback pass. Yes, yes. <laughs> double down, double down. Double, double down. <laughs> double down decides to. What's funny, I want to ask you this, like who, yeah, that's just, that, that was insane to me. So he, and it wasn't even like, because they didn't assume that they would get the – he was just going to run on the kick <laughs> kickoff. So he was going to go out there for kickoff, and that was going to be that on, like, uh, like the 40-yard the forty yard halfback pass they did. But uh, who, who do you think had the biggest career out of the actual actors in this movie? I want to say that because we got, like – this is still when uh, Favre and uh, – Favre and Vaughn came as a package deal, I guess. Favreau. You know, I was yeah. like, what, Favre? Favre, Favre, oh yeah. Favre, John yeah. Favre. Talking, talking footballs and Fs and Vs. I get all, I get lost. <laughs> Kimbo. Um, Sean Astin. Yeah. You've got Vince Vaughn, Charles S. Dutton, who is awesome in this movie, but I don't, I think it's got to be Vince Vaughn, right? Vince, Vince Vaughn had to be the, the biggest one. I was going to say Favre. John um, Favre? Yeah. It's like he like directs like Iron Man and all that shit. This is true. Oh, yeah. Are we taking in all that count? Like we're just talking everything that they do. Yes. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm yeah. Okay. For you, for the win. Yeah. Sure. Okay. <laughs> yeah. This is early. Actually, if someone right inherited like money from like a rich uncle too, I'm taking that in. If like Forrest yeah. Whitaker yeah. had like, or who? No, it's not Charles S. Dutton. Charles S. Charles S. Dutton. Yeah. And yeah. then, um, yeah. no, I, I agree with that. I, it has to be. It has to be Farber. I mean, he too much going on, and he produces lots of stuff too. You know. Uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm sure Sean Astin's career was. Probably the biggest stuff happened before, really. Well, you know, but he, I, but he was in the fucking Lord of the Rings, wasn't he? he was like uh, fucking true. dildo yeah. baggins or whatever the name is. <laughs> good old dildo. Um, good old dildo. Right, this question is for most awesome. Most awesome. When scouting a player, what matters more, heart versus no heart, or two ten versus one sixty? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. I mean, is is it there part of a thing where they are putting? their team at a disadvantage by on because he plays on basically just the the scout team which is basically trying to run all the plays that the team they're going to play that week right i have this tiny guy out there that they're never going to face somebody that's like five that's foot small nothing, yeah nothing. right so this is an interesting thing like i think they made him well they, i mean he definitely was small mm-hmm. and five six is pretty small but i mean like the one thing that i would say is is like they don't care about like this guy getting the shit kicked out of him you know what i mean and he's there just basically to serve as like this is what you're this is what we're going to see and if it's in a five five foot six little you know fire hydrant or a six foot five defensive end i still have to come and block down on this guy regardless regardless of the size like i just need this guy to be here so we can simulate the play i don't need to i don't necessarily like need him to you know be all you know big and bulky all right, you're buying it. Uh, Bing. I am buying it. What, what, what are you going to say? This didn't happen? It's fucking happened, B. Uh, all right, Bing. Give me this. Uh, which Rudiger is the toughest hang? 
You know what? You, you got you got little bro. That, you got little bro. They'll snake your lady when you're out of town. Yeah. You got an older bro that like just every time you bring up Notre Dame, which has basically been for like 12 straight years, yeah. like he wants to challenge you to a bar fight. Which one thing I, that I did miss about this is, is like I want to be at a bar where like every other night like a dad has to get up and break up his two sons yeah and it tells the owner of the bar to kick him out like usual i was just yeah. like man that is that is some down home cooking yeah. bar i want to be the Ruiniger brothers are drunk again <laughs> yeah yeah that's a great i mean i'm talking to two older brothers so of course the older brothers are a pain in the ass his older brother was such a turd just you know it's like can't you just be the big guy for a little while and just kind of help your little guy a little bit you know like you know the dad was just uh oh the dad is really funny because the dad's like a doppelganger of my dad by the way you've ever met my dad yes yes he is a doppelganger it's really weird yeah i was gonna say the ned Beatty thing is like i i always think about when i see him when he's like what walks into the stadium he's like this is the most beautiful thing these eyes have seen and i'm like that's fucking bing's dad right there it it really is and my pay my my dad and my they got to go to a talk about KU football my dad got to go to a KU football Notre Dame football game like my brother-in-law got him tickets and I mean of course he's like you know like I whisper that to my to my head you know to my wife in her ear like he's like yeah this is the most beautiful sight these eyes have ever seen yeah <laughs> nice uh all right going through those I mean we just have a lot of you know like I said going back to the dad the dad laughing at his eight-year-old's dream which was in the beginning and it's just like i get if he's like 15 or 16 but at eight it's just like that's never going to happen for you it's just like we kind of see that there actually actually is kind of this this rudiger just like like this is as far as we're going in life right. mentality where it's just like ooh, real uh real eeyore rain cloud hanging but, but, over Rudiger's but i mean house. but you also have to think like this is the what like the the mid to like late 60s early 70s like you, you, you there's definitely like a we're squarely middle class this is what we do we work in factories we work in the, first off what the fuck do they even do that that's like a hey let's just work in the most dangerous environment possible just don't play you, with fire all day don't Hope you love that dies. movies it's just like oh they're working down at the mill and the mill is just a thing where steam's almost always exploding right, and there's right. just open flames everywhere indoors with no ventilation right right, <laughs> it's right. Like, what, whatever the they're mill. making we don't need well yeah exactly let's just cut all this out there's too many guys that die in order to get the <laughs> right, steel yeah. from this the per capita like mills in the 70s it was pretty like these are everywhere apparently <laughs> yeah right exactly yeah struggling. this is one of those things where it's just like this is a, a common thing this is i think this is the most important thing of this movie it's like look like you don't have to be assigned this lot in life for you and it is like so much the american dream it's like you're born into this class you don't have to do this now you might have to just like scorn everything to get there to do it and just everyone will have to laugh at you and you know but if you work hard enough you try hard enough and i think the most important thing is is like dutton's speech at the end fortune's speech at the end it's like we're quitting because you're not going to play like are you fucking kidding me like you got a first class education everyone told you you couldn't do it you participate in this team like if you're not if you're doing it for all the other people that are out there to prove them wrong you're not really paying attention you really don't you really haven't learned anything because it's about for yourself and it's about like all the hard work that you put up and to better yourself. It's not about everybody else. 
Like that's the best speech, that fortune speech when Rudy quits and then he talks him going back in and then they show up. Now, is the offensive lineman going to start clapping when he runs out of the practice field? No, Pats? no, no. And fucking Montana was probably like, look at those pranksters doing it. Do it again. Just pranking Rudy. You leave Joe Montana alone, right? Like not even Joe Montana was the goat, not even not even three years ago. Right. Maybe three or four years ago, he was the goat. Now all of a sudden he's like, oh man. Not yeah. He's a he's he here's the thing. Clearly, Rudy picked up Montana's freshman girlfriend for Debo for Debob. Yeah, something happened. Yeah, Yeah. something happened. Uh, all right, real fast. We'll just do where are they now, and then we'll get through Nia, and so they can get back to the game. Thanks for joining us uh, during the Chiefs game. That really means a lot. Goes a long way. We'll figure it out. Is on TiVo right now? Is on a little just screen? Pause. We're fine. Okay. All right. We'll get through. Uh, okay. Where are they are? Where are they now? Let's just hit Rudy real fast. Because, and I honestly mean this not like Rudy's outside Joe Montana's house with the bat, like trying to break <laughs> in there. I mean, like, where is? What did he do after this game? Like he, I know it said like he went to like finish four years, but it was like when and they kind of talk about it with olympians like you you train like three and a half years for like this one moment and you have this kind of like what the hell do i do now so for him to try so hard just to get on there like a senior year and graduate like didn't hear talk about like what passions he had like studying or he's just like you know i'm thinking pre-law but i'm gonna weigh my options because like i have a little interest in botany like he was just like i gotta put on this gold helmet and that that yeah right what, like, yeah, what, what did you get a degree in yeah, fucking hustle did he go back to the mill and just like watch his younger brother, like raise a family with his ex-girlfriend? Like what, what went down? Um, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I mean, obviously like motivational speaking, I'm sure like that's gotta be the, you know, oh, yeah. Rudy's Rudy's gotta have a fucking that's a good podcast. point. Did he do, did he do some of that? Well, that was, yes. Yes. That, he did do that for a while. He did. Yeah. He also got caught up. He also got caught up Rudy. I think it was like, ta- what was it, like taxes or something like that? I forget. He had a pump and dump scheme. <laughs> oh, <that's where> he's <laughs> fucking, he was in fraud, securities fraud for, he was the chairman of Rudy Beverage Inc. And the government alleged a pump and dump scheme to, to pay like $382,000 in fines. I, did, I just love, I love the idea of him going out there. It's just like, no one believed I could do this pump and dump scheme. <laughs> no one believed in me. Everyone's been telling me that this has been illegal to do since I was a kid. And I'm going to do it now. A piece of uh, shit, brother. I got him back. Uh, all right, guys, this is this is good. Real fast, just to end it. Where does it rank on your sports movies? It did move up a little for me because I do see it while, you know, if I had kids, there's some sports movie that I love, like 10 Cup, that wouldn't be like a must watch. But I think this is a must watch for like yeah. you know, kids when they start to get that like competitive spirit and kind of like when you kind of want to ingrain them, like just don't quit everything because it's not a perfect fit. Like just really kind of like dig and I can, I can get behind that. Yeah. I, I like being said it. It's like if you know you're going to cry coming into it and you still cry. I watched it last night. Sob like a baby. Fucking <laughs> sob like a bitch. Jesus. And I knew it. I knew everything that was yeah. coming up. When his dad yells that his kid's going to Notre Dame. I fucking lost yeah. it. And then ask if you can cover a shift. Yeah. <laughs> so great. So great. Right, right. Like, can you cover for me? Um, oh, all right. I'm really excited me. about this one. Um, Neapolitan showdown off the cuff. Bring us to the jam. So let's leave it alone. Cause we can't see eye to eye. There ain't no good guy. There ain't no bad guy. Just disagree. 
All right, our first one. Usually, we're just like we talk about it. We build our lists. Uh, most awesome, I will text about it throughout the week, or you know, our emailer of the podcast has emailed a few that we've thrown on there. But uh, for this one, we have no idea what it is, and we're just going to rank them in real time. And your score, uh, what is it? What do we got? What are we ranking? Okay, so just in case this has been touched, sure. I don't remember it being touched. I got two options, but we're just going to go with this. We're going to go with best sports celebration, either dances or tradition or rituals by players. Ooh, Whenever like you it. do something. Oh, yeah. I don't know if we have done this. I don't for think example, we have. a touchdown dance of some manner. Like, and the most, what are the best that you can remember of obviously sports? You know, obviously, great sports heroes of our past. Yeah, can I can I do? Can it be? Can it be a one? Or it's uh, it's repetitive, or can it be a one-off? Like it happened once. Great question. One-off or past? It can't be a one-off. Remembered as being, you know, obviously repetitive is what I'm looking for. But I can think of a few that are one-offs which are so memorable, so impactful. I mean, that's it. It transcends things. Yeah. So. Sports, uh, but we're looking for repetitive, but I will take either answer as long as you find an excellent example. <laughs> uh, fair enough. I got I got one. So we started at three and working our way up to one here. Okay. Um, I'll go with a one-off. This is a classic one. People lost their minds. Joe Buck lost their minds. It's one of Brandana's favorite players. I'm going with Randy Moss catching a TD in the end zone and mooning, mooning the Green Bay Packers. Yep. I remember he's just like, oh, God, there's no place in football for like just a disgrace. And let's all like clear up if people weren't watching that game. He didn't. He pantomimed he was mooning. that. He didn't actually pull down his pants. Good call. Good call. Yeah. I mean, uh, yes, of course. Right. He didn't actually, he didn't see Steven Saxon or whatever, that guy from <laughs> yeah. the White Sox who fucking pulled down his pants in the middle of a game to dust the, get the dust out of it. Do you ever remember this? This is great. <laughs> oh, he, yeah. did, he, did, he, he slid into first base. Oh, it was Steve something or not Steve Sachs. Drink everybody. But he uh, dove first, head first into the, into the base, popped up, started taking his pants down to dust it out, and then pulled it right back on. I was like, oh, it totally got busted. Uh, okay so this is a celebration i was almost thinking like a warm-up but that would open way too many doors like lebron james throwing the chalk in the air so we'll get that out there mine is a one-off um but it's kind of a specific thing that does happen i'm going with the bat flip but i'm going uh jose batiste bat flip like yes. blue jays where he like where just... and it's it's like a meme nun yeah it's yes. like me and it's just like i think it was after he was told not to or the guy like hit him before and he was just like and he like just really just like I didn't accidentally flip it. I'm not trying to sneak this flip. This is me bat flipping. Yeah. <laughs> just like that's what's going on. Like I just yeah. I love it. That's tough. Especially like, that like in a sport where like there's so many celebrations that aren't supposed to happen. Like just kind of that little exclamation point. I dig it. Those are two excellent answers. The Randy Moss one definitely comes out. That that's definitely an out of uh, right field play. Uh, but believe it or not, when I was thinking of this question, which is strange because I don't want to necessarily watch a lot of baseball. Maybe that's a sign saying like, for whatever reason, I the bat flip play when you hit a, when I mean, it's really anyone, even the kid at home, you hit a home run, you're doing the bat flip. Yeah. It feels so, good. And uh, so I got to go with the bat flip on that. And quick, quick, quick question on that. How many, if Randy Moss really moons the crowd, how many games does he suspend? 
I love it. Uh, actually, love it. like nudity during ass ass cheeks. Straight butt cheeks. Straight I mean, butt cheeks. I mean, they cut they cut away, and it's live <laughs> there. Uh, Are we getting is it, we're getting balls too, or just like just enough? Just to that? Okay. <laughs> I want to know. This yeah, matters. This factors it all crap. into it. I'm going. Uh, it's I'm, probably at least eight games. I was going to say my number. I I was going to set the over under, under at six and a half games. It also depends on how many games left in the season. I think if there's like five games, six games left, then it's just the rest of the season. Yeah. I feel if it's like game two, then they really have to like start thinking about it. This is so funny too, because the rest of the season sounds like way worse than what it actually is. It's yeah, like, yeah, exactly. It's yeah. like three games. What are we doing? What are you talking <laughs> yeah. about? All right. Very good. But I got to go with the back foot. Okay. Um, my two spot is mine is also Randy Moss, but it's just because I'm a huge Randy Moss fan. And I do this actually when I bowl, but not a lot of people get it because you have to know Randy Moss. But he does this thing where it's just like open the door, like after he scored a touchdown, like he would just do the thing, put it like kind of put his hands together and he would like do that and kind of like walk through. I just like every time I would do it before he did, like in my like Randy Moss jersey. I just such a huge fan of that guy. That's a good one. I like that one. Very good. I uh, I have to go with probably one of the most iconic touchdown dances. Former Cincinnati running back Icky Woods doing the Icky Shuffle. shuffle. Oh man, yeah, that's that's a that's a mean dance, man. Yeah, the Icky Shuffle. Not a great running back. Decent. Yeah, yeah, you can't you can't list like NFL like celebration dances without bringing up the Icky Shuffle. And it's got, I mean, it's even named, I mean, it's, that's, it got his name out there also, you know, I mean, that's its name. I mean, uh, you got, yeah. um, that's a good one. And I do like, those are both excellent. We got two Randy Moss though. I got to go with Icky Woods on that one. The Icky Shuffle, please. Icky Shuffles. Yeah. And almost anything. Um, so I'm, p- I'm pivoting right now. I got my number one. Uh, I'm going to say a side that I do love the Cam Newton Superman, which is pretty, it's kind of like a cousin of the Randy Moss. Not that yes. I'm saying it, but it's just like. It's kind of close there, but it was always kind of cool him like running through there. I did have Dion. I liked uh Dion Sanders like shelf like one, two, the high one. step. Yes, yeah, yeah. that's great. Yeah. 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 Um, that's a really that, good one. I also had when Russell Westbrook, when he rocks the baby, when he posts up another guard <laughs> and he rocks the baby. Yeah. That's a pretty good a basketball one. one. That is good. Yeah. Yeah. Matumbo. Uh, 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 <laughs> uh, no, no, no. Oh, no, just, no just because it's steeped in tradition and this is hard for me to say but i do like the idea of when you're part of a team like you just you get everything that comes with it i'm going to say the lambo leap the lambo leap oh the lambo leap's pretty cool you think about at the end of the day whereas damn it that's really fuck that's good that's really good good. i was not thinking about that one i was thinking of another football one this one because it stood out to me because it was in the moment watching this game, it was Dallas back when they had the big three, Emmett Smith, Irvin, fucking uh, Troy Aikman going against San Francisco when T.O. was there. And when T, and I don't know if you guys remember this game, this was, it was in Dallas, in the old Dallas, not in Jerry's world. And fucking T.O. scores a touchdown, then sprints all the way to the center of the field and does like a big, like open arm thing. And then on the next following like possession, fucking Emmett Smith scores a touchdown, comes angrily sprinting to midfield and plants the ball and just like <laughs> aggressively like sc- like just staring down the fort. That was so fucking that gets me amped up today. That was so tough. Yeah. Fucking yeah. that was unbelievable. That was that gave me chill bumps. 
And then yeah. fucking, and then uh, Tio tried to do it again. They almost had a fight in the middle of the field. <laughs> <laughs> that was excellent. That Tio one was gorgeous, you know. Uh, but Brent, that no, it's a great pull. I think we all agree that Lambo. I mean, Lambo Leap is, it's it still goes today. It's even a great. Again, also, it's a, a nice smooth nickname for it, Lambo Leap. You know, it's it's iconic. Absolutely, that's a, I, I got to go with Leap. Yeah, Lambo good call. Leap. I would agree with that one. Yeah. I like it. Nicely done, sir. In into the top spot. Um, all right, big. We'll wrap it up real fast. Uh, do you have MVP of the week you'd like to share? MVP. I don't know what the um, I don't know what the score is right now, but um, season's come upon us. The NFL season's come. Chiefs fan, are you kidding me, Mister Patrick Mahomes? I'm starting off on a positive football level. The king, the man. The best. He's incredible. Patrick Mahomes, MVP. Give me another beautiful season, brother. Please. MVP, <laughs> look, look at that. It's killing him with kindness just to let him know that he's got his back. All right, buddy, we'll let you get back to that game because I know you want to get on text threads too while it's going on. Um, no spoilers. Plenty's happening. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, my MVP of the week, I'm going to give it to Sam Darnold uh, in this league where they move on from quarterbacks so quickly. Uh, yeah. nice see one guy, you know, we use the term like, maybe they need to change the scenery. And it just kind of sounds like bullshit, but this seems like it's way too early to tell, but at least it's not like, Oh, this is just a disaster. Except now it happens in, well, the same, same time zone, just a few miles South, not the case. Nice. Uh, I'm going to go with, uh, Hamilton, Arizona, the high school football team. Did you guys happen to see this online? They were down, uh, 24 to seven with one Oh nine left in the fourth quarter. They came back to win. They kick a field goal. Uh, then they go onside kick, score another touchdown, 29 seconds left, kick another onside kick, get that back, score with like eight seconds left. And then uh, Marky, their quarterback, who's a West Virginia commit, they go for two, win it, win the game. They were down 24 to seven with 109 left. The Arizona uh, uh, or the Hamilton, Arizona high school football team. You guys are my MVPs of the week. Yeah, I did see that because I had the under. Guys, this has been MAB Sports <laughs> Podcast, episode 185. Thanks for jumping on, Bing. Always appreciate it. Uh, I'm Brandon. I want you to sign yourself off. Most awesome. Hey, Bing, I told you last night, get your popcorn ready. Fame. She likes fashion.